Welcome back to Hope Lodge, Nebraska, American Cancer Society, cancer.org slash pinkout. Do you know how to put that thing on? You're having, I don't make you wear just, headphones on the post game you know, just anymore. Just a clarification for our listeners. <laughs> Tide is laundry detergent. <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what it said. Some people call it the stuff you wash clothes <laughs> yes. with, but yes. otherwise known as laundry detergent. Yes. We could use laundry detergent here at the Hope Lodge. Yes, we could. Or the stuff that people wash clothes with. Hey, honey, where's that stuff that we wash the clothes yeah. with at? Yeah. What's it called again? Yeah. I don't yeah. remember. Yeah. That's... Obviously, you don't have a lot of experience yes, in washing I, clothes. I Jeff. wash clothes. <laughs> I wash my clothes all the time. This is washed. Yeah. That's I, good. With the stuff you wash clothes with. <laughs> <laughs> that is the familiar voice of Creighton head basketball coach Greg McDermott, who, because of his efforts, we started the Creighton versus Cancer Pink Out initiative. Now, it's been every year you coach, right, 14 years here? Yeah, we started it the first year, and, uh, you know, we did a little bit at Iowa State. It was good, but not not to the level that uh, uh, it's taken off here, and it's uh, it's hard to believe. Uh, you know, I'll get goosebumps again tomorrow when I walk through the tunnel. It's just uh, – and, and it's our guys have mentioned it too, just when they come out there with, you know – five minutes left or whatever and just see this sea of pink um the the impact that that has and you know and our staff at Creighton from when Bruce and Butch were here and now Marcus and his staff you know everything's pink they're putting up little pink lights today in our in our little tunnel that we walk oh, nice. through and uh, uh you know the ribbon boards white everything or ever is pink and so you know it, people have gone above and beyond when I got there for practice today I think the athletic department was vacant because everybody that works in athletics was there uh, taking the T-shirts out of boxes, putting them on tables by <laughs> sizes. So, um, you know, everybody jumps in and makes this the event uh, that it's become. Coach, every year we have you on and we ask you about, you know, allowing yourself to take in the scene and the emotions of it. I, I don't want to ask the same question that we I seemingly ask every year, so I'll ask it a different ways. Has the emotions of that moment and this game, have they changed over the years for you? Uh you know, I think they're similar. Um, you know, it it it, uh, it it seems like every year there's somebody else that's close to me that's been impacted by cancer. So those people immediately come, come to, to your mind. mind. Uh, my cousin's husband, 52 years old, his funeral was today, died of a brain tumor this past week. Um, I had all my cousins out here right before Christmas, 40-some-odd McDermott's came to a game and kind of we had a mini reunion, yeah. and uh, they had found out just prior to that that his time was going to be short so uh my cousin michelle was unable to make it and her because she's with her husband john but um you know so that just it's just another reminder that it's it it's there and 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 he found out uh about the cancer when they were in louisville uh watching us play uh in the sweet 16 that's when uh they got the call with the diagnosis so it, it, it uh there's always reminders every year of people that are close to you that you know get slammed right in the in the head with this stuff um and we just have to continue we have to continue to raise funds i know you, you had a doctor on here earlier uh talking about you know the the treatments and how much they've improved and um that can't happen without funding and uh you know and also we want to continue to fund this beautiful facility yeah. uh, because it's having a, a real impact on people that are going through cancer you said something on our post game show the other night that really hadn't dawned on me and it was because this is not only an effort to keep buildings like this going, but it's also an awareness campaign to get people screened and checked. And you said something I thought was interesting that COVID kind of threw everything out of whack for a while because people were afraid to go into the doctor. They, you know, they didn't know what to do. And so we kind of, we kind of fell behind in the early screening process. Yeah. And, and, and frankly, they couldn't go, you know, those, and that too, you know, because of the, 
the way the whole entire medical system was operating at that time, uh, you know, things as simple as screening was put into the back of the list uh, because the hospital was full of COVID patients and doctors and nurses were working way too many hours. Um, so I, I just think people got out of the habit, got out of the routine, and um, we, we have to make sure we continue to send that message, you, you know, that early detection is, is absolutely the key uh, to improve your chances of, of beating this disease. So um, it, it doesn't take long. It's not that hard to do. Um, we just got to make sure people continue to do it. Coach, looking on the floor, I'm curious how you're feeling just about the team right now, given that we're not even a week removed from the triple o- overtime game. They come back, they battle, and they pick up another win on Tuesday. What, what, what's the feeling of pride like in a moment like that? Yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm still tired from that game, <laughs> and I didn't do anything. Uh, but, you know, you know, John was there courtside. It just there were so many uh, ebbs and flows to that game where things were going really, really well and you thought everything was fine to uh, several moments where you thought, you know, this isn't good. This is going to be a long, <laughs> long flight home. Uh, but, we, you know, we found a way and then, you know, had enough left in our tank to come home and come back against a very good Xavier team. And I think we'll find out uh, as the season progresses here, just how good Xavier is. I, I was very impressed with them on film, and certainly, uh, you know, what I thought on film would, turned out to be the case when we played them live. So um, you just take one at a time in this league. This league is so hard. There's been, you know, a lot of close games, and, and uh, I think you'll continue to see that uh, through the second half of conference play. 145 minutes in the last four mm-hmm. games, and Baylor's played all but 42 seconds. <laughs> I mean, we, it's something you just don't see anywhere anymore. Uh, is there a point where you almost feel like I ha- I have to either – talk him into coming off the floor i know it's your decision but how do you how do you manage that i communicate really with he and trey and Kalk all the time yeah. uh timeouts like hey do you need a quick one or are you good slap him and say are you still with <laughs> yeah, yeah are yeah. you still here <laughs> yeah there's been a few times where they've asked to come out and i've said no no that's you know uh, you tired is going to be better uh for us right now so uh but you know they've gotten accustomed to it and as i've said before we we really manage it during practice uh to make sure that when the game starts they're going to be fresh mentally and when you're fresh mentally you're going to feel better physically um so it's it you know i'm, I'm not sure uh, there's been any point in my career where I've rode three guys as hard as I've rode those three. Uh, but, you know, they, they're in condition to do it. And, uh, you know, we have the game tomorrow, and then it's it's a sort of a bye week. It, you know, it's six days in between right. games. So we'll take a couple days off and let them get away and really let them recover and, um, you know, get to work with our trainers and strength coaches to get feeling really good for the, for the stretch run. I wanted to ask you about that kind of recovery period. You had a quote the other night where you mentioned the science behind what you're doing is working. You had enough gas. What, what, how has that evolved in your coaching career in terms of the time in between the games and I guess even the preseason as well, making sure that the legs are going to be good for game day and you're able to do what you can between. It's been a monumental change in philosophy for me, yeah. and, it, and it started with me hiring Jeremy Anderson, our strength coach. Uh, the guys, you know, they wear chips in their shorts that measure every step they take, every time they jump, how much, you know, how much are they covering in a given day, what's their acceleration, dece- deceleration uh, in a given practice. So we know exactly how many miles uh, they're putting on their legs. And, and, you know, I used to be a coach that felt like, more repetition was better, mm-hmm. you know, and, and the repetition was probably to satisfy me so I could sleep a little bit better before games. Like, we've been through it, we've been through it, we've been through it, we know it. Jeremy has convinced me that 
it, it doesn't matter how prepared they are if they're if they don't feel good mentally and uh, a, a, a person that's physic that's mentally tired his body physically is not going to react the way um, that that you want it to and if you look at our numbers since Jeremy's arrived, we played our best basketball at the end of each season. And, um, you know, he, he deserves a lot of the credit for that, for, um, you know, chipping away at my stubbornness <laughs> and, 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 you know, and allowing me to change uh, the way I'd done things for 25 plus years. Um, but he, there is a science behind it and yeah. there's data behind it that proves that it works. And now are there times when we're not exactly right and, you know, we're not as physical as we need to be and, and he says, hey, I I wish we would only go an hour today, but I understand if there's some things you got to get accomplished to get your point across, then we have to do it. Uh, so, you know, he and I are in constant communication, and, you know, he's become a, a very trusted member of our staff. It's very easy, Mac, to go fall into hyperbole and say, yeah, this is the best it's ever been. But this conference this year compared to what it has been recently, and let's only look at the last handful of years since UConn rejoined the league. Is this the best it's been? I think it's the deepest group of talented teams we've had. Um, you know, you we've had three national champions in ten years, so it's it's hard to argue to say that it's better at the top yes. than it's been because the Villanova teams in UConn last year, obviously, they were terrific. Having said that, UConn finished fourth in our league last year, uh, so I, I just think uh, you know, DePaul obviously there there's there was a coaching change there and they've struggled a little. You know, Coach Cooley's you know, rebuilding at Georgetown, but you can see them getting better. You know, they led Xavier for 38 minutes at Xavier, uh, the game before we played Xavier and lost in, in uh, you know, in the last 30 seconds. Um, so they're getting better, but everybody else, you know, Butler goes to Marquette and wins and, uh, you know, Seton Hall's already beaten, you know, Marquette and UConn. Um, so they're just really talented teams and if you don't have your a game the chances are you're going to get beat and it's also why when you do lose you, you can't hang your head very long because right. if you carry that into the next game you're going to get beat again so um but you know one through nine and 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 i do think there's teams in this league again that can get to a final four um if you just if things go right you get the right matchups you make some shots you know for those first couple weekends and get yourself through it uh there's some teams that that could win it all and you know i'm hoping that we can continue to uh our upward trajectory and we can be one of those teams that can be really good in march you spoke about ashworth after the game this week what's it been like watching his development over the course of this season to get to this point because obviously the discourse around him has been you know it's been interesting, I guess. Yeah, I, I mean, we don't pay a lot of attention to that, and 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 I try to make sure our guys don't. Um, fans have a have a uh, a way of overreacting, and not just in bad times, in good times as well. Sure. You know, when when we have a great game, and somebody plays great, it doesn't mean everything's perfect. Um, and when a guy struggles, you you can't read into that as well. And um, you know, while Stephen has not shot the basketball like he or I would like him to, um, he's doing other things at a really high level. You know, his assist to turnover is the top in the Big East, and it's not even close uh, to who's in second place. Um, defensively, what he's been able to do, and he, he actually joked with me yesterday, you know, see, you know, in the recruiting process, you, you told me you're going to get way more open shots than you got at Utah State. And, you know, he's shooting at like 28% on right. open shots this year. Uh, he said, maybe I need to be guarded a little cl more closely. He said, but you also didn't tell me I was going to have to be this defensive stopper during the recruiting process. So he, he's really embraced it. It's been it's been fun to watch him grow, and obviously he's – 
he's really impacting winning in a lot of different ways. We almost, Josh, had a Travis uh, – no, a Jason Kelsey moment. Oh. You know, Jason Kelsey, who famously took his shirt off. I remember, During yeah. the game last week. Yeah. Mac nearly showed up here without a shirt on. Mm. What happened? Well, last night I met at uh, Hilltoppers, one of our booster uh, groups, and I'm speaking, and because it's Pink Out Week, I wore, uh, I don't think I've ever worn it for a home game, but I wore it at Providence during their Pink Out a couple years ago, uh, a, a pink quarter zip. And I wore it last night to hilltoppers and as we're getting towards the end of it we had a little auction and some guys you know won some t-shirts and hats and one of the gentlemen uh, kelly keegan who was there as a guest of one of the hilltoppers uh, won a t-shirt or something he said coach in addition to that i'll give i'll donate five hundred dollars to the hope lodge if if i can have that pullover you're wearing and anybody that knows me it's like Done, you know. Well, we're, yeah, we're because done. he, because he can, cued the music and then yeah. the, 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 you know, the Rick Rude music and a da da da. He did the whole routine, flipped it above his. Fortunately, head. fortunately, <laughs> when I wear those quarter zips, I wear a a some sort of T-shirt Thank underneath God. it. Uh, but Thank yeah, God. it's. Uh, I appreciate That's Kelly awesome. and his. Uh, we put five hundred dollars into the bucket when we uh, awesome. uh, when we walked in today. So uh, I'm in. I'm on the lookout now for a new pink quarter zip that I'll I'll, I'll have to probably run over to Jerry Ryan's and purchase. Probably get another one. <clears throat> we it, talk about quarter zips a lot on this show lately. Yeah, we seemingly, do. Seemingly, yeah. 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 What do. about them? Well, we like them. Yeah. Big f- We're fans. Yeah. We like them. I mean, that's what I mean. John, John hooked me up with this one. I'm good. You we'll know. have a tie tomorrow, though. Uh, tomorrow's a... You oh, know, you're... It's, it's, are you bringing out the salmon again? It's coaches versus cancer. It's a pink jacket, John. Well, uh, I mean, salmon is a shade of pink. Yeah, and... Laundry detergent is something that you wash, wash your clothes, clothes with. <laughs> Spot the lie. <laughs> Spot the lie. But uh, as part of the Coaches versus Cancer initiative, this is uh, Suits and Sneakers Week. Okay. So, you know, obviously forever everybody wore suits. And then um, before COVID, coaches would just wear tennis shoes with their suits. Well, now many of us have, have that went to the quarter zips in COVID are, are you know, never going back. Yeah, you know, when I'm in a coffin, maybe. That's what uh, I was going to say. What was uh, the line? Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, but, uh, <laughs> yeah, I don't care to wear a tie any more than I have to. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we'll be wearing it tomorrow. Well, and the shoes already got auctioned off. Yep. Yep, the shoes are sold, so yeah. I'll, uh, I look forward to meeting the family that bought those afterwards and, be awesome. and uh, delivering those to them. So it's, uh, yeah, it's uh, it's it's going to be a cool event. We talked to you know the new guys. You know, it, it was fun kind of today watching uh, at the end of the practice some of the older guys kind of explain to the guys that haven't experienced this, like what it's going to be like. Like you know, there's hmm. uh, you know one of them was talking about their first year, and one of the families had literally just lost a loved one to cancer within weeks and you know all the the emotions that come with that uh when you know they're presented the shooting shirt with that name on the back and the jersey obviously it's uh it's a pretty emotional time so you know we told our guys like you you have to be prepared yeah you know and and ask the story because the families that bought those and are putting the names on the back they they want to tell the story of the person that's either going through it now or has won or lost the battle um that's why they do it Uh, they want that person uh to be appreciated for the for handling the cancer journey and to be remembered if 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 they lost the fight how are you feeling now that your uh high school scoring record has been broken you know you had to bring that up didn't you john there's a uh, young man by the name is it jackson lawrence yeah from cascade? I, I mean it's not a familiar cascade name i think they brought him in from overseas somewhere oh, to kind of, kind of wow. attack 
you know, you know, I have to check to see if he's born and raised there. Is he a move in? You know, I, I, I'm not sure. So but. you're trying to you're trying to delegitimize this? No, I'm not. He made he made ten out of twelve three point shots. Uh, he uh, they won by twenty some points. I I have to come clean. My forty six point record, which stood for forty one years, was in four overtimes. So. <laughs> So potentially, potentially there should have been an asterisk after it, but uh, he did it in a regular game. In a game. regular season, regulation uh, game. I haven't watched in the 20-point game where they, you know, where they run in plays for him with 15 seconds left to have him get 40. I mean, uh, you know, my donation to my high school is going to be largely determined on uh, whether it was a setup to make sure he broke the record. You still have this, the all-time scoring record? Because this was the single game record. No, I think, do you have any record? Uh, I think the only record I have left is my career average, uh, and I shooting, only shooting average. No points per game. Oh, okay, um, it's uh, a stat, John. In a yeah, yeah. I know what that is. I was not, it was clear. Like laundry detergent, you know, he knows it's what it is. It's the stuff you wash your clothes with. Uh, but I think, uh, yeah, twenty-five point two points a game or something like that. My senior year was, I think, is still a record. Uh, and that's impressive because there was no three-point shot, right? First year. Oh, it first was the first year of yeah. the three-point shot. Yep. But you were still removing the ball from the peach basket, so that took oh, time yeah, off the clock. Oh, yeah, you're hilarious, John. Uh, but I, I can't say that I was my high school coach allowed me to shoot many three-point shots. <laughs> uh, but, uh, but yes, no, I, I, I'm happy for the young man. Yes, that is cool. That is very cool. Well, I look tomorrow is the day I look forward to more than any on our calendar. I mean, tournaments and big east and all this other stuff tomorrow is the day i love this day and i hope everyone that's in attendance will remember to uh take a picture of that qr code because that's the same place you can donate and then thirty thousand dollar match from yeah. uh, nebraska cancer Specials. yeah and I, and I so appreciate uh you know their willingness to step up with that match and and i hope that our fans tomorrow and when you pick up the t-shirt and poster and you see that qr code on the back of um you know the i stand for uh poster boards that we have mm-hmm. that you'll be able to write a name on it at the timeout that you'll scan that code um, and and donate this if you if you haven't been to this facility this facility is incredible i yeah. uh, i just uh, had gotten a text this week from from my son nick who has a one of nick's friends has a good friend that nick doesn't know whose mom just spent uh, they're from rushville nebraska just had spent eight weeks here and just raved about their experience uh here with the staff and and the quality of this facility and the way that they're treated while they're here and how it becomes a a home away from home during a very difficult time so there's already a bunch of paper products out there and some laundry detergent stuff Um, to wash your clothes we we hope that throughout the day people keep stopping in and and can drop off a donation or drop off products um you know this when we started the pink out this wasn't even a figment of our imagination to have a facility it was an empty lot because i Uh, used to walk down uh, to have a facility like this in our community so uh, we're so appreciative that's here and we're so appreciative of the staff and uh everything that the uh the the staff from American Cancer Society does in our community. Yeah. So um, we want to we want to blow it out of the water tomorrow. So I hope uh, I hope people will come and 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 donate and uh, and have a great day celebrating those that uh, have gone through this There's journey. A bulletin board straight down that hall. I counted thirty four different states, five or six different countries. Of that's where the people have come from to stay here. 
because they get their treatments here in Nebraska, yeah. in Omaha. It's amazing. And, you know, we've got some of the best care available anywhere in the world yeah. uh, right here in our community. Uh, so we're just thankful that we have this facility, and we just we want to make sure that uh, the patients here have everything they absolutely need uh, uh, when they're staying here. They don't need to be worrying about anything, and, right. and the staff here does a terrific job to make sure that happens. And, and with our donations, we can, we can make sure that their experience is even better. Well, thanks, Mac, for everything you've done for this. And, of course, it was because of <laughs> Teresa's breast cancer that really the motivation for this came about. She's obviously doing great. And so many others who have survived cancer, this is for them as well. So thanks a lot. Yeah, you've been through it too. So with your yeah, son, so, right up the hill. Uh, we, uh, you know, we understand what that's like as a family and the impact that it, that, that has on a family. Uh, but we also, you know, we're, we're living proof of, of positive results. Uh, and in our, in her case, especially it was because of early detection. So, yeah. um, you know, make sure we get those screenings scheduled now if we don't have them scheduled. We'll see you tomorrow in the salmon jacket. <laughs> thanks, John. I can't wait. <laughs> It's a shade of pink, <laughs> isn't it? I, you a, eat salmon. You're a, you're a fish guy. Yeah, I, I'm colorblind, though, so I don't know. Oh, that's right. Yeah, you know, it doesn't understand. look pink to me. All right. Well, we're at Hope Lodge. Remember this website because it's important. Yeah. Because every donation is going to be matched up to $30,000. Cancer.org slash pinkout. Cancer.org slash pinkout. If you can't make it here in person and drop off a paper product or things to wash your dishes with or things to wash your clothes with. Nice. Or well, gift cards. Well played, John. Thank you. Well played. I, I know how to do this. Mm-hmm. We'll be back after this live from Hope Lodge, Nebraska, 81st in Farnham, 1620 The Zone.